Chapter fourteen of the Royal Book of Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Royal Book of Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson. Chapter fourteen. Sons and Grandsons Greet the Scarecrow. Although the Scarecrow had been on Silver Island only a few days, he had already instituted many reforms, and thanks to his cleverness, the people were more prosperous than ever before. Cheers greeted him wherever he went, and even old Choo Choo was more agreeable and no longer made bitter remarks to Happy Toko. The Scarecrow himself, however, had four new wrinkles and was exceedingly melancholy. He missed the carefree life in Oz, and every minute that he was not ruling the island he was thinking about his old home and dear jolly comrades in the Emerald City. "'I almost hope they will look in the magic picture and wish me back again,' he mused pensively. "'But it is my duty to stay here. I have a family to support.' So he resolved to put the best face he could on the matter, and Happy Toko did his utmost to cheer up his royal master. The second morning after the great victory, he came running into the silver throne room in a great state of excitement. "'The honorable offspring have arriven,' announced Happy, turning a somersault. "'Come, ancient and amiable sir, and gaze upon your sons and grandsons.' The scarecrow sprang joyously from his silver throne, upsetting a bowl of silver fish and three silver vases. At last a real family— Ever since his arrival, the three princes and their fifteen little sons had been cruising on the royal pleasure barge, so that the scarecrow had not caught a glimpse of them. "'This is the happiest moment of my life!' he exclaimed, clasping his yellow gloves and watching the door intently. Happy looked a little uneasy, for he knew the three princes to be exceedingly haughty and overbearing, but he said nothing, and the next minute the scarecrow's family stepped solemnly into the royal presence. "'Children!' cried the scarecrow, and with his usual impetuousness rushed forward and flung his arms around the first richly clad prince. "'Take care, take care, ancient and honorable papa,' cried the young silverman, backing away. "'Such excitement is not good for one of your advanced years.' He drew himself away firmly, and, adjusting a huge pair of silver spectacles, regarded the scarecrow attentively. "'Ah, how you have changed!' "'He looks very feeble.' to fang but may he live long to rule this flowery island and our humble selves said the second prince bowing stiffly do you not find the affairs of state fatiguing darling papa inquired the third prince fingering a jewelled chain that hung around his neck i as your eldest son shall be delighted to relieve you should you wish to retire get back ten paces you he roared at happy toko the poor scarecrow had been so taken aback by this cool reception that he just stared in disbelief. "'If the three honorable princes will retire themselves, I will speak with my grandsons,' he said dryly, bowing in his most royal manner. The three princes exchanged startled glances. Then with three low salaams they retired backward from the hall. "'And now, my dears,' The scarecrow looked wistfully at his fifteen silken-clad little grandsons. Their silver hair, plaited tightly into little cues, stood out stiffly on each side of their heads, and gave them a very curious appearance. At his first word, the fifteen fell dutifully on their noses. As soon as they were right side up, the scarecrow, beginning at the end of the row, addressed a joking question to each in his most approved Oz style. But over they went again, and answered merely, 
yes gracious grandpapapapa or no honourable grandpapapapa and the constant bobbing up and down and papaying so confused the poor scarecrow that he nearly gave up the conversation it's no use trying to talk to these children he wailed in disgust they're so solemn don't you ever laugh he cried in exasperation for he had told them stories that would have sent the oz youngsters into hysterics it is not permissible for a prince to laugh at the remarks of his honorable grandparent whispered happy toko while the fifteen little princes banged their heads solemnly on the floor honorable fiddlesticks exclaimed the scarecrow slumping back on his throne bring cushions happy toko ran off nimbly and soon the fifteen little princes were seated in a circle at the scarecrow's feet to prevent prostrations said the scarecrow yes old grandpapapapapapa chorused the princess bending over as far as they could wait said the scarecrow hastily i'll tell you a story once upon a time to a beautiful country called oz which is surrounded on all sides by a deadly desert there came a little girl named dorothy a terrible gale well what's the matter now the scarecrow stopped short for the oldest prince had jerked a book out of his sleeve and was flipping over the pages industriously it's not on the map great grandpapapapa he announced solemnly and all of the other little princes shook their heads and said dully not, not on, on the map. map not on the map oz of course it's not do you suppose we want all the humans in creation coming there calming down the scarecrow tried to continue his story but every time he mentioned oz the little princes shook their heads stubbornly and whispered not, not on, on the map, map. till the usually good-tempered scarecrow flew into perfect passion not on the map you little villains he screamed forgetting they were his grandsons what difference does that make are your heads solid silver we do not believe in us announced the oldest prince serenely there is no such place no such place as oz happy do you hear that the scarecrow's voice fairly crackled with indignation why i thought everybody believed in oz perhaps your highness can convince them later suggested the imperial punster this way offspring his master he felt had had enough family for one day so the fifteen little princes with fifteen stiff little bows took themselves back to the royal nursery as for the scarecrow he paced disconsolately up and down his magnificent throne room tripping over his kimono at every other step you're a good boy tappy said the scarecrow as happy returned but i tell you being a grandparent is not what i thought it would be did you hear them tell me right to my face they did not believe in oz and my sons <sighs> fault of their bringing up said happy toko comfortingly if your serene highness would just tell me more of that illustrious country happy knew that nothing cheered the scarecrow like talking of oz and to tell the truth happy himself never tired of the scarecrow's marvelous stories 
so the two slipped quietly into the palace gardens and the scarecrow related for the fourteenth time the story of his discovery by dorothy and the story of ozma and almost forgot that he was an emperor your highness knows the history of oz by heart said happy admiringly as the scarecrow paused i couldn't do that said the scarecrow gently for you see happy i have no heart then i wish we all had none exclaimed happy toko rolling up his eyes the scarecrow looked embarrassed so the little punster threw back his head and sang a song he had been making up while the scarecrow had been telling his stories the scarecrow was standing alone in the field inviting the crows to keep off when a straw in his chest began tickling his vest and he couldn't resist a loud cough the noise that was heard so surprised every bird that the flock flew away in a fright but the scarecrow looked pleased and he said if i'd sneezed it wouldn't have been so polite oh roared the scarecrow you're almost as good at making verses as scraps write that down for me tappy i'd like to show it to her hush whispered happy holding up his finger warningly the scarecrow turned so suddenly that the silver pigtail pinned to the back of his hat wound itself tightly around his neck no wonder on the other side of the hedge the three princes were walking up and down conversing in indignant whispers what a horrible shape our honorable papa has reappeared in i hear that it never wears out muttered one he may continue just as he is for years and years how am i ever to succeed him i'd like to know why he may outlive us all we might throw him into the silver river said the second hopefully no use choked the third i was just talking to the imperial soothsayer and he tells me that no one from this miserable kingdom of oz can be destroyed but i have a plan incline your royal ears listen the voices dropped to such a low whisper that neither happy nor the scarecrow could hear one word treason spluttered happy making ready to spring through the hedge but the scarecrow seized him by the arm and drew him away i don't believe they like their poor papa exclaimed the scarecrow when they were safely back in the throne room i'm feeling older than a kinkajo ah happy oko why did i ever slide down my family tree it has brought me nothing but unhappiness End of chapter 14